And welcome to Kayfabe is Not Dead, this resurrected episode. It, it feels really good to be back. Uh, uh, I'm your host, CJ. Uh, I know we got Dapper on the other end. It's not, it's yep. not, it's not the Hulkster if you're watching the video. <laughs> but uh, thank you for filling in these uh, these past yeah. few uh, few episodes. You know, I, I I've I've kind of known what's what's happened as far as you know the the wrestling stuff is concerned, but I'm I've kind of been in a fog the the last couple weeks. Do 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 you have any any comments to uh, to help fill our our listeners in on what what's been happening? Well, I mean, one thing I just want to come up right off the bat with and say is I'm glad to see they're better. Um, Jess has been updating me while he was at the hospital with you, so. I'm glad all our thoughts and prayers went out for you. Yeah, I'm not. Your, your... I'm, I'm not really sure exactly what what kind of happened. I I kind of just like passed out, and I've kind of just been I like mean, out of it for like a couple weeks now. Like I was in a coma. Yeah, you 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 were you were in a coma like for like doctors, almost a month. The, the doctors couldn't <laughs> even really explain to me like what happened. So that that's not that's not off putting or unsettling or anything. But they said no. I mean, they said from I'm what, okay from now. What I, yeah, I mean, from what I was told, and what I, I mean, it was it was a while ago. My memory's a little foggy about it, but pretty much they they confirmed that there was like a blunt force trauma to the head that kind of concussed you. You had a little bit of bleeding, and they had a they had you were doing good at first, and then you kind of had a little setback, and they had to do one of those medically induced comas. Wow. But wow. yeah, but it kind of reset everything. They did say though that the the fog or haze or slight amnesia will start to wear away shortly, so hopefully we'll be able to you'll be able to have everything come back together and we can piece together what happened that night. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder like where was I? Like was I at my house? Like what was? Well, well, we were all at Jess's house. Oh, and we were we were filming one of our uh, the results of uh one of the pay-per-views i believe it was great balls of fire oh and as we were going through the results i mean you you pretty much won it even though once again i'm not 100 percent on agreeing with you on how you want it but you won it and, and i was just fed up with the whole scenario so i left and yeah next thing i know i got a phone call from jess Saying he's taking you to the hospital. Jeez. Well. Yeah. Well. But well, don't, you don't know, worry though. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just glad to be back. My head my head is only constantly pounding, and the doctor <laughs> said that I might never not have a migraine. So, uh, you know, but but we got we got a good pay per view to distract me yep. from from the pain. And well, and then also like since you've been gone. I mean, I, I, I was stuck in oh, oh. place, and so oh, I had to hold on. So. Uh, sorry, Dapper. But yeah? You've been, uh, you turned into a robot for a little bit. If we if we keep having this kind of problem, oh. I might have to... Uh, I might have to configure... Reconfigure my uh, my internet connection, so... But uh, we, might, we might have to redo some right. stuff, but... Hopefully not. We'll keep going, though. Uh, so... Yeah, let's just keep going with it. But just want you to know that the title's safe with me. Okay. I've had like a, a three pay-per-view run right now. 
So we'll see if I can keep it. But I'll be more than happy to give you the opportunity to reclaim your title. Uh, all right. Well, we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see how this one goes. I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. For, for some reason... You know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like I got I got nothing to lose. So, uh, <laughs> well, you you don't because you don't have the title, so you really have nothing to lose. <laughs> oh, damn it! Uh, all right, well let's uh, let's go ahead and start with the pre-show. And I mean, it's kind of become a running joke where we always think we know what the pre-show is, and they always change it. So, as well, this was added yesterday. As always, this is subject to change. If they don't have the matches as we predict them, they won't count towards our numbers. Uh, but the first match I got is Elias, the the Drifter, formerly known as Elias Sampson. <laughs> they yep. just cut off his last name. Uh, That's what they do when you leave NXT. They just drop the last name. <laughs> versus Apollo Crews, the guy with a last name still. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I really don't know what to say about this. I mean, I'm glad Apollo, I'm glad Apollo is doing something. So, you know what? But I think Elias is going to, going to win. Come on. Yes. Elias, I believe has this hands down. I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly like what you've been able to catch up on, but pretty much Elias has a storyline and Apollo Crews does not. So... I mean, my hands are going for Elias on are this one. Are they actually giving him? An, Why uh, this, are they giving him an intercontinental title push? I think that's what they're going towards, because Apollo Cruz had a little IC title run that went nowhere. But I mean, I think they're trying to keep him in that intercontinental area, even though he's super huge and seems like he's getting over with the fans. As just an all-around good wrestler. Well, I mean, his uh, he, he he has the perfect formula for getting heel heat. He just oh yeah, he just sits there, plays guitar pretty badly, and then says, yeah. "I wrote this, I hate whatever I, town." Yeah, I wrote this song just for you. It, la la la, your town sucks, and it it's perfect because. Every single person is going to instantly hate you for saying that. <laughs> it's a yes. it's it's a perfect formula. Yeah, but yeah, I, and um, just to clarify too, when I go over to Jess's for the pay per view, I will be doing another episode with him so we can get his predictions in. Okay, but right now. We both are in agreement. We're both going Elias. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna walk with Elias <laughs> for now. For now, so <laughs> we'll we'll move on to the the surprisingly quick cruiserweight championship push that the the new yeah. the newly initiated Enzo Amore is getting versus hey. the, the the once and true champion King Neville. I mean, he might have a chance. He's he's weighing in at two oh six. He's got a. He's the <laughs> yeah, heavy. He's, he's the heavyweight of the cruiserweights. Yeah. Uh, I think this is like. I mean, come on, lock of the night. There is no way in hell, Enzo wins. <laughs> no way I, in hell that happens. He's got. He's got no chance. No chance. <laughs> I mean, the thing I. Everyone's like, oh, I don't know how he's got this title shot, and I'm like, well, look at the women's division. 
Look at pretty much any title match we've ever had this last couple years. They make no sense who gets a title shot. They just it's whoever's popular. That's your push. <laughs> yeah, like that's your push. Is next? It's like you're popular on Monday. Next pay per view, you're the championship title match. But I mean, you're probably not going to win. But yeah, like I, I mean, or, it's, or it's if tough. You, or I'm, if you win the belt, it's going to last for a day. <laughs> for a day, you'll lose it on Monday. Yeah. But I want. I'm going with Neville on this one just because he's he has the better performance. He's just an all. He's a great heel champion. The only reason why I think Enzo got this title shot is because Neville has literally beat everyone else. Where the hell is Tazawa? Is he hurt? No, he just. I don't know why they gave him the title. Sh- I don't know why they gave him the title for a day, but they did. And then he's and then Neville got it back. Yeah, he just disappeared because I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking why they had Tazawa win is because they wanted to make it kind of like Alexa Bliss losing the title for a day to Sasha Banks so she can become the four-time champion. Just so it kind of shows that the champion, the heel champion, is vulnerable to a loss somehow. But it's because they lost focus. They weren't, like, all in it. And then they come back a day later and dominate. Like, I think that's what they're doing. There's no way I think Enzo's going to win this, so I'm going Neville retaining his championship. Yeah, I'm going to assume Jess is going to say the same thing, but we'll have to find out later. Uh, I, I don't. I, I think I Jess think is kind of soft. This this is the pre-show, so okay. You know what would be interesting to discuss? Because how do you think the match is actually going to play out? I mean, I think we obviously are for going, Enzo and Neville. Yeah, I think obviously we're going to get a Neville Neville squash, but is this gonna? Are they actually gonna have this be like a twenty-minute match where Neville just does whatever he I wants? Think, <laughs> I think it's gonna be like a ten-minute match, maybe. And Enzo's gonna come out strong because he might not be as jacked, but I think he's bigger than Neville. And I think he's gonna come out strong, but Neville's gonna pretty much with strength bring it back and take it for the win. I don't know if maybe someone's going to come down to kind of not interfere, but distract Enzo for Neville to get the win. I don't know. But something's going to happen because they need Enzo to lose, but lose not cleanly. So it kind of like, well, he lost, but he could have still had a chance. Well, I'm hoping. Like how, I'm hoping they're moving back to to Zawa after after this squash. I'm predicting a squash. I'm gonna be curious how long it goes though. If they're if they're actually gonna maybe make the Elias Apollo Cruz match take up more time because this pre-show lasts like an hour. So yeah. you know you can only do so many damn uh, interviews before like these matches have yeah. to actually last. Some amount of time. It, this can't be like a thirty-second thing. No, I think it's going to be ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe Enzo could do something. We'll see. But until Enzo improves in the ring, I he should legitimately have. Two hundred five is supposed to all be about uh, technical wrestling. So if he actually has a credible run with the belt. That would lead. That would. That would 
ruin the product and I would have to like take a break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd hate for you to take a break from 205 because if you did, their viewership will drop 50%. <laughs> no. I just I can't I can't deal with an Enzo an Enzo champion when we've had so many other uh, capable people holding that belt. That belt actually has some legitimacy to it. I think it would have been better if they had Enzo work his way up through the 205 ranks because then it would have got – I don't even know if he did or Give not. Give the actual it, underdog story. Yeah, He's just rocky. work his way up because he'll at least be able to tell a story and a good promo to get the other characters over so you know who they are. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Tazawa lost the title. Who cares? Who is Tazawa? No one knows who he is. That's why they had to bring in Tyson um, and Apollo Crews to help him. Like, the only one with an actual character development is Neville. Nobody cares about the Alicia Fox dude <laughs> or any of the other people who are just you randomly mean, there. You mean the uh, uh, Noam Dar? Yes. Come on. Come on. No Amdar. He's actually pretty good. Uh, he is, but no personality. I, I, I think what you're saying is pretty interesting. I think the uh, the counter-argument from a WWE perspective is that doesn't instantly cash in on Enzo's innate popularity, uh, you know, with the fans. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're trying to use Enzo as... Uh, as a driver of 205 it's just yeah. it's uh i don't know it'll it'll be interesting to see What's, well 205 i think is their lowest rating show what is the percentage chance that neville actually loses five percent 20 percent oh my god you think that's a, it's actually the enzo's got a puncher's chance he's got a shot if someone comes down to interfere and distract Neville so he can get the roll up. That would that would taint Neville so much because he just lost it to Tazawa. Yeah. Like if Tazawa came down the ramp being like, I'm coming back for it, then then I could see Neville getting distracted. And then the only way I see Neville losing is with like a a schoolboy roll up yeah. finish. That's uh, it. But well and then and then they'd have to have like a triple threat like just, yeah because that's the only way you could beat neville is a triple threat or a crappy finish yeah and well we're moving on to yeah. to uh, we're putting way more than the actual like people into, who are yeah. timing the match so we're going into a feud that i have no idea what to think now uh finn balor and bray wyatt can uh can can you explain to me what what the, the thinking is. why this is well the what well what what the uh like i got i got the build up like it, it made sense until until SummerSlam. like i thought it was over at SummerSlam. yeah and well what what are they well saying? i guess what happened was bray wyatt interfered during like a a mini battle royal yeah for the intercontinental title yes yeah and then, like, disappeared. And so, then after that, they did the whole, like, old-school, raw bloodbath, like, paying homage to the brood. 
with Edge and Christian. But uh, pretty much just doused Finn Balor in blood. Yeah, yeah and I then saw that. yeah, and so pretty much it was like, okay, you wanted a demon, I'm giving you the demon. But then it was kind of like Bray, even though Bray lost like horribly. He's like, oh, you're just a man behind a mask or just behind the paint kind of thing. Yeah, I know. And so he, uh, he randomly fought Goldust. Why? I have no idea. Yeah. But somehow Goldust got yeah. involved to rub the paint off to be like a pawn for Finn Balor. And then Finn actually had a pretty good promo where he's like talking about how he developed the demon character to kind of channel his rage. And he's like, who are you more scared of, the figment of my imagination or the man who created him? The only way it would have been better is the lights were dent, were off with just a spotlight on Bray. If they would have turned the lights off, turned them like the spotlight off, the whole stage lights on, and Finn Balor was right behind him. <laughs> and just like just bombarded him with like rights and lefts. Like that would be the only way his promo would have been like spot on perfect. But, I mean, I think Bray is going to go, I mean, I've now coined the term, he's going to pull a Bray and talk a whole bunch of game just to lose again. So, I'm thinking Finn Balor's going over. Uh, is is um, the demon coming out for this match? No, this one's just Finn Balor coming out. Ooh. No demon. Interesting. But the whole thing he's trying to play off is that, yeah, that was the demon, but I'm the man behind the demon. So does, so like, so does, does that mean, does that increase Bray's chances of winning? I don't think so, because the way Finn is trying to play it and WWE is trying to play it is, is that the man behind the paint no, is no, worse I, I, I than get, the guy. I get that, but what I'm saying is, like, maybe that's not true. Maybe he still does need the demon to conquer certain obstacles. You know, he needs to utilize that mindset, even though that is just a character that he's made up. Like, I could see, I could see them trying to use that as a justification for Bray going when? over to say that. Yeah. Uh, that's completely false. You're correct. Finn's gonna go over. There's no way they they do this kind of swerve with Bray winning. They're yeah, I mean, it would be this is gonna be the squash. This this thing's over. Come on, let's move on. I mean, I think it would be awesome if Bray did win over the man Finn Balor to kind of make Finn go into a depression mode, and then be like, you know what? Maybe the demon's worse. And then maybe we just get a whole new Finn Balor where he becomes like the Prince Devitt demon Finn Balor. Yeah. Where like every match is the demon. Like how we had Kane the monster versus corporate Kane. Yeah. Like maybe he might be the demon 24 7. If he loses, or, uh, which I think would be awesome, or maybe but he, he gets he gets back with the club, and we maybe. that that would be that, that'll never happen though. I know, but yes, know. that now we'll we'll move on to the Intercontinental Championship. But who? So who did you say? Because I said Finn. I said for that one. I said Finn as well. Finn as well. Okay. Uh, Intercontinental Championship: The Miz versus the Jason. the Finn. apparent bastard ch child of Kurt Angle. Yes. 
The guy, yep. the guy getting the push from nowhere. That's the justification for the push. You know what? There have been worse reasons. This is a pretty terrible one, but Jason Jordan's actually pretty good. So he is. He's actually a good wrestler. I mean, I wish they would have teamed him with um, Shelton Benjamin and not Chad Gable, but uh, I mean, we got to replace one African American wrestler with the other. To keep the status quo. Well, you know, you know what's up with Jason Jordan. A, he should team up with Apollo Cruz, and they should. Oh my god! And they should just destroy 205 Live. <laughs> like they should join the Titus brand and just destroy. Jason Jordan's right leg <laughs> weighs 205. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that being said, the Miz is legitimately having the best run of his career. Oh yeah, he's not losing. Plus the he's got the plus he's got the Miztourage, who are obviously going to interfere. Yeah. And so I mean I think I think the Miz is going over, and then maybe they will go into another match, where he might lose it on like a a Raw, or some lower ranking pay per view, when they do kind of like, what they do with Randy Orton, and Jinder Mahal, where they kind of put them in the Punjabi prison. To kind of keep the Miz Taraj out. Like, if they did something like that, I could see Jason Jordan going over. But a clean Intercontinental Championship match, one versus one, with the Miz Taraj going to be on the floor. Yeah, the Miz. I, I, don't see, I don't see Jason Jordan beating all three of them. Unless the Hardy Boys kind of interfere a little bit. But then I think that's going to throw Jason Jordan off because all baby faces are naive. Well, and okay, the Miz is okay take so this, that's a perfect segue into what I wanted to bring up. So, if Jason Jordan does actually get this push, and not saying that he goes over the, at this pay-per-view, but if he does eventually go over the Miz, and he, he becomes the Intercontinental Champion cleanly, is it because mm -hmm. he, he pulls a heel turn? Or is it because Kurt Angle gets involved? Like, what what does it take for for Jordan to go over Miz and actually get the belt? I don't think he's going to take a heel turn because he's getting the sympathy push of being like the orphan child. <laughs> but uh, well, whenever he I goes, mean, whenever he goes into Hulk mode, he kind of gets yeah. that like that heel edge to him. But it's not even like a heel edge; it's a Brock Lesnar edge. Yeah. Like, it's just, I'm bigger than you, and I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to German suplex you until yeah. you're dead. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I think he's too I think he's too green, as in, not green as a wrestler, because he's been in, like, NXT for years, but green as, like, fresh on the, on the Raw uh, show and roster, that they're not going to... I don't know what they're trying to, I think... Uh, resurrect this whole uh, Kurt Angle, my dad, let's feel sympathy for you. Because I don't think it's landing at all. Nobody cares. Because it just it's, makes no sense. Like, really? That's the kid that you picked for being Kurt Angle's son, not Chad Gable, the, the bronze medal Olympian? Like, come on. Like, it was almost wrote itself for you. And you chose to go against it. So I feel like they're trying to still push it by making him being like the, please, sir, may I have enough? May I have some more? Like the little orphan child <laughs> of Kurt Angle. Yeah. 
Uh, but he's definitely going to lose. I think I, I I think if anything, Jeff Hardy is going to beat The Miz, and then maybe Jason yes. Jordan beats Jeff Hardy. Well, kind of going off the Jeff Hardy thing, I don't know if it's true or not, but I hear rumor that they're selling or they already have sold the video rights to WWE for TNA. And that's how they're going to get the, uh, the broken. broken Matt Hardy gimmick. Well, they've been they've they've been teasing it. Uh, I'll believe it when that I see it. But yeah, we'll, but I mean, I guess I hear it's getting closer to being more true than false. Yeah, like they're in talks now or something. I heard they were smart. They would do it. Uh, they would sell it. Uh, whatever. But, whatever. But then it's pretty much WWE and Ring of Honor. <laughs> like those are the only options you have now. Yeah, and eventually WWE is probably going to buy Ring of Honor if New Japan doesn't. Yeah. Uh, the only one they won't buy is Pro Wrestling Gorilla because they're in their own little bubble of a world. <laughs> they're they're not big. Uh, they're not as big as uh, Ring of Honor quite yet. No. Uh, but let's uh, let's go into the right, tag. Move on. Yeah. Let's. Uh, we both think Miz is gonna win. I mean, Jordan yep. Jordan might get there eventually, but this is way too soon. Uh, yeah. So we got Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, champs, versus the Bar. No, no, Sheamus and yep. Cesaro. Uh, what, do, what do you got? I mean, originally I'm going Sheamus and Cesaro because I'm like, they're selling me on these promos of, oh, Seth, you guys call yourselves brothers. You're not brothers. You'll turn on each other the first moment you get. Me and Ces like Sheamus and Cesaro, we're true brothers. We always know we've got each other's backs and all these things. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, man. Like, they're selling me on this promo to where I'm thinking they might go over. They might do something for the title to get them kind of on on edge with each other and end this. But then at the same time, I'm like, uh, every time I want to go with my heart of hearts and go Sheamus and Cesaro, WWE is just like, what did, what did Dr. Dapper say? Let's go the opposite. So we can just screw him out of the podcast prediction championship. Well, isn't that uh, isn't that foreshadowing them breaking up like every good tag team yeah. that's that's had that we've had this year? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, my pick for this pay per view is going to be Dean and Seth going over Sheamus and Cesaro. Um, I don't know. I hope that this does not mean they're going to break up Sheamus and Cesaro. But I think they're going to lose and then hopefully come back and win it again later down the line. Well, I'm taking a shot. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking because Sheamus and Cesaro are so good in the ring. They really they, are that good. They've literally been carrying that division. Like, they have. Dean, Dean and uh, Seth are a fantastic tag team. And that's why I think they're going to continue this feud. This feud is fucking money. It, they would be they would be dumb to do to do anything but to not continue it. And the best way to do that is for Sheamus and Cesaro to win the belts. Uh, I also am interested to see if we actually get Gallows and Anderson involved some more. They might. They might. You know? I mean, they've been getting involved on Mondays, and so I mean, so and then honestly. Honestly, for a babyface tag team, Seth and Dean don't do everything clean. Like, you'll see the ref 
back turn and Seth Rollins does a flying knee across the ring yeah. right at someone's face so Dean Ambrose can go in for the dirty deeds. And so, I mean, you, you never know. They I Like, it's that heelish <laughs> type thing that Seth and Dean do what makes me think they might go over and then Sheamus and Cesaro could say, like, oh, you cheated or something like that, some kind of boo-hoo heel move. And then maybe the next pay-per-view go into a cage for some no disqualification or something and win it back just because they're dirtier. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to actually win in this match. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm excited to see what, what happens. Uh, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to potentially be the match of the night. Uh, but we, we, got, we got some more contenders, I think. Yep. As we move so on. you're going you're going the bar and I'm going two thirds of the shield. Yes. It's I okay. it'll it'll definitely be close. I think it is a fifty fifty match. I think yeah. definitely I mean I, I if anything, you're probably taking the favorite for sure. Well and then the thing that I do like about these matches that makes you believe it's kayfabe still alive is that Sheamus and Cesaro and the Usos are the only tag teams in all of WWE that I feel does a true, like, two and seven-eighths count break, like, break the pinfall. Where you're like, oh my god, it's over. I don't think, I don't think Cesaro's gonna be able to make it across the ring. And he does. Like, they break up these pinfalls so close to where it's like, they, it makes you believe. Yeah. No. That like that was supposed to be the finish. Nah, Sheamus didn't like that finish. Let's try again. <laughs> like, it, it it's I believe CJ. Yeah. I believe. So uh, so now we got the women's uh, championship match, which is yeah. a crazy. Who's the fatal, champion? Alexa Bliss uh, now. It's a fatal five way, I guess. Yes. Yes. So stupid. So okay. So. That means that if anybody pins anybody, they become the champ. Champion, yes. They pretty much they put they threw the entire raw wa- roster in there. I don't and say good luck. I don't get why they don't make these elimination style matches. Why does it always have really to be know. one pin? But I digress. I anyway, I'm actually a huge Emma Mark right now. Uh, yeah. I would love to see her get a legit push, but. I'm going all. I would I'm going all in and saying that Sasha is going to. Of course you are. I mean, hey, someone's. There's got to be a woman version of John Cena out there, and I think it is Sasha. I mean, she just wrestles, what two years, and she'll end up being the 16-time champion. I mean, they just keep taking it from her and giving it back to her, like they did Bailey. You think? Uh, but you think Bliss is going over then? Or, I think Bliss is going over. I'm going Bliss. I think what's going to happen I think Jess is they force uh, Nia Jax. He is. But that's just Jess and his fetishes. But I think they're going to they did some foreshadowing on Raw where Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks and Bailey teamed up to take down Nia Jax just like you saw the Shield reunite that moment to take out Brock Lesnar. And then Seth Rollins is like, hey, guys, we did it. And then they beat the crap out of Seth Rollins. I mean, I think they're going to do something to incapacitate Nia Jax. And then I personally feel Alexa Bliss is going over at the end. 
by pinning somebody else like Emma or Bailey. Probably not Bailey, most likely Emma. But they're going to try and keep Sasha Banks strong. Bailey just came back, so I'm sure they're going to try and keep her strong. And I don't know what they're doing with Nia Jax personally because they just had the smallest, second smallest girl in the division, Sasha Banks, tap her out clean in the center. Like, your monster is now destroyed. It is nothing but puffy paints and gumdrops well, because she can't do anything. Well, I think I think Sasha has been, even with winning and, and immediately losing the belt, she's still built as super strong. And she is, and it's stupid uh, how super strong she is. So I, I think uh, I think ultimately they're trying to make they're trying to make this a Bliss and Sasha. Feud. I don't get why yeah. they keep adding more on top of it. Because I think they don't think that they can they can carry it. Because we've seen the 1v1 matches between them. Like, I think they want to try and change it up without making it like a street fight, no disqualification cage match kind of thing. Like, I would personally, like you said, love no more fatal five ways, six ways, menage a trois. But just a straight up elimination match. Yeah. That's what I would love to see. But I'm going Alexa Bliss, especially because she is in the No Mercy commercials, <laughs> not Sasha Banks. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking this is fifty fifty between uh, Sasha and uh, Bliss. I'm, yeah. I'm calling it for Sasha right now, but I might I might very well you might you might change answer. when you when I pull ahead. And have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins retain? You're going to change it on me? Yeah, probably. But we're probably going to be different on these next two yeah. matches anyway. So you know, yeah. I might I might just pick Bliss to pick Bliss. But uh, for now, I'm going to stick with Sasha. So now we got John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Uh, the build to this has been weird. Uh, yeah, well, I like it. I like the build to this match. This, honestly, I even said it last Monday when I watched Raw. They're winning me over with Roman Reigns. It was tough. It took five years, but they're winning me over with Roman Reigns now with these promos. Well, what is this actually going to lead to? Because if this leads to a Roman Reigns heel turn, then, I think it is. then 100% Reigns is going over. I think it's going to lead to not so much a heel turn, but a Steve Austin type of turn where he might be heel, he might be babyface, he's just going to be the badass in the in the uh, roster. No, but where he he's actually, not really a heel, he, not really a babyface. He face. actually has to be a heel though. Like they can eventually they can eventually make him a babyface, but they first have to embrace Making him they do. so people can actually boo him in earnest. That's what everybody wants to do, whether yeah. that's right or wrong. I'm a part of that crowd. I think the majority of the people that listen to podcasts like this are a part of that crowd. We want, but you know what? Isn't it a heelish move to not give you what the fans in the WWE universe? Oh my god! Want? All right, yeah. All right, so WWE's being meta heel with Roman Reigns. Yes, yeah, all right. yes. <laughs> because I feel like when you turn him heel, he's just going to be the quiet juggernaut from the Shield, and everybody loved him. Like, all you're doing is going back to Roman Reigns' don't talk he Shield 
Roman Reigns, and everyone's going to love him for kicking ass. But then he's going to start that, talking, and he's like, oh, we don't like you anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can get him over by making him a heel and then flipping him babyface. Like, that's the thing. Like, he... That is, if this is his heel turn against John Cena, that is I think literally it is. perfect. I, they, they I think it's his go, heel turn. They have to go through with it, though. They can't, they, like, holy shit. They failed to do it with The Undertaker. Like, that was the most obvious, easy way to do it. And They pulled the, they pulled the Shawn Michaels Ric Flair, is what they did. The whole, like, I'm sorry... You made me do this kind of thing. Not like, yeah, I did, I ended the Undertaker and I'd do it again too. But he kind of says that, like. But they won't let him follow through with it because they're not ready to turn him heel because it's what everybody wants. And that's why John Cena's going over. Yeah, I know. So you're saying John Cena? Yeah. So now I originally was thinking John Cena, but ah. Uh, it's tough because I think John Cena really wants to pull away a little bit. And I think this, because I'm noticing the John Cena we got who returned is more like the Thugonomics John Cena with his promos. Even though he's still a babyface, I think he's he's more like, I'm having fun with it. Then they, they're doing these like raw promos of, go on kid, take your time. And he's just pushing them, being like, we all know you suck, kid. The reason why I'm here is because you can't do your job. Like, John Cena's laying it in real. I think Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, I believe, has to go over and win for the sole fact that John Cena doesn't need another title shot. Roman Reigns will have to eventually get another title shot. And to show that he is comparable to Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman... Brock Lesnar, all these juggernauts, he's got to beat John Cena. This is, see, this is why I believe John Cena is going over. This is how. Plus, he beat The Undertaker. How do you go from beating The Undertaker to losing to John Cena? Uh, I think a lot of people have done that. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so this is how I fantasy book a Roman Re Reigns heel turn. He loses, okay. he loses this match to John Cena because he still hasn't gone far enough. He finally decides, enough's enough. I'm, I'm gonna, I, I don't give a shit what the rules are. He kind of keeps teasing this, but he's finally gonna go through with it. He's gonna put Cena through, like, ten different tables or some crazy shit like that. He's gonna do something Braun Strowman-esque. And he's got to. And then he, he, and then he's, he, he, he committed vehicular homicide to Braun Strowman. Yeah, and he's still not a heel. So he finally, <laughs> he finally does something over the line, and that's what finally beats John Cena, the Superman, is, is Roman Reigns going over the edge. And then he gets into a thing with either Braun again, or he gets into a thing with Samoa Joe, and he outheals them. And then finally, he... He becomes a baby face. And finally, he goes one-on-one -on -one with Brock Lesnar. And he becomes a baby Brock face. Brock Lesnar in a chokehold and just pulls out a knife from his <laughs> cargo pants and just slits his throat in the middle of the ring. He's like, and then he finally Brock Lesnar now! Yeah. And then finally becomes a heel as he licks the blood off the knife. 
Is that what you're thinking is going to happen? No. I, His ultimate heel turn. No, I think he becomes a baby face against Brock. After, after he slits Brock's throat yeah, with a yeah, with a, absorbs, a short knife. He, it's Highlander. He absorbs his essence. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You'll never hear me say this in any of the previous podcasts or or episodes or future. But I think I'm going Roman Reigns on this one. Yeah, I think they're going to eventually do this, but just like some of these other feuds, I I don't think. I, I honestly don't think the best move is to stop them with this. I think you you wait until I guess Survivor Series is the next one. Uh, I believe so. Like, but then with Survivor Series, you're gonna get the five versus five thing. Oh like, yeah. Are you gonna reunite the Shield with that? That's what I'm thinking. In Survivor Series, get the Shield going on there. Interesting. Shield plus two others. Well, let's let's save that for a different a different episode. But I I think they're going to continue this feud, and I so I think John Cena is going to go over. Now, what if? Now, are we saying John Cena going over with the win? Because what if Roman Reigns gets disqualified and John Cena goes over? That still continues the feud. If Roman Reigns just takes out a baseball bat and just breaks John Cena's kneecaps, I think John Cena wins. Whether okay. that's by disqualification or well, by... no matter what, John Cena gets his crippled hand raised. <laughs> yeah. Now, if that's what they do, that's perfect. That's actually what they should do. But they should, but that'll never happen. It's so dumb. They should either that or they need to make Cena the heel. I mean, he's starting to come out more black stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. He grew his hair out. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but let's get to the main event. The, the actual thing that we all want to see. Yes. Uh, is there anybody that... I, I think Braun is getting... <laughs> Bless you. Uh, I think Braun is getting dangerously close to becoming Aust Austin or Rock-esque as far as how over he is right now. But it's because of the people they're putting him up against. Like, he's getting cheers... Because he's, like, crippling Roman Reigns. <laughs> or he's getting cheers because he threw Brock Lesnar through four tables. But he like, also it's also because he does it with such ease. He does. He's what he's, Nia Jax should have he's been. He's very old school in that, like, he literally does these kinds of crazy feats of strength. And then, like, laughs at his opponents. And it's just, yeah. it's just amazing. It's just, like... It's just such a joy to watch, uh, you know, it, it, I don't know what that says about me as a viewer, but it's just amazing to watch him do that. Now, yeah. is it because of the opponents that he's doing? It's because yeah. of the opponents, I think. Yeah. And it's just now carrying over because you don't know any better. See, I think, I think it could be against anybody and I would watch it. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, but let's, so now what are you thinking? Are you thinking Strowman oh is going to go strong if over they, Brock Lesnar? If, if they were smart, they would put Brock. Braun over. He is so over right now. It is yes. like if. But they, you know what though? I think I think they're gonna do what they did with Goldberg. Brock Lesnar underestimated Braun Strowman, and has lost, not lost, but been beaten he's down, been like humiliated. He has. But you know what? How many times did Goldberg humiliate Brock? 
twice, three times. Well, they've had four matches total, and Brock's only won one of them. If we're going back to like the two thousands, but pretty much, I'm thinking what they're doing is they did all those Brock's humiliated, but then you saw in that last promo, he's like, "Thanks, Braun, for waking me up. I'm coming." And I'm like, you know what? That's kind of what happened at WrestleMania. Goldberg beat him at Raw. He beat him at the Royal Rumble. And then all of a sudden, it's like WrestleMania comes. He's like, yeah, I'm not getting beat again. And he came over. But now with that being said, I'm going Strowman. I think I think, I want Strowman to win this belt. Because I want this feud between Brock and Strowman to continue. See, I think, uh, I think if WWE was smart, they would, they would have Braun go over. Braun becomes the champ, uh, and then event once Roman becomes uh, the heel and beats Cena, whether it's whether I'm wrong and it's uh, at this pay per view or you know next uh, next Raw next or whatever month. or next uh, next pay per view, and then it's heel Roman against super over face Braun. Like that's mm-hmm. that's perfect, but they're not gonna do that. Brock is gonna remain the champion stubbornly until WrestleMania, and that's that's the way it's gonna be. And I don't I don't know, man. I mean, it seems like if you give him a good enough money and a good storyline, Brock will lay down for Paul Heyman. If after Paul Heyman throws a swift kick across his face, I wish. I mean, I wish. I wish I could go with you and agree as as much as it hurts me to say that. Uh, I you know I think Braun should go over, but what won't Brock is the one that is going to be winning at mm-hmm. the end. Everything you just said is correct in uh, in storyline terms. Brock is gonna flip a switch, and he's gonna like maybe he's gonna like use a spear. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I mean, Braun is so huge. I don't. Maybe he throws Braun through a table. He's gonna jackknife him. He's gonna like use Goldberg. Like <laughs> he's gonna channel Goldberg. Well, and then I hear. I know this probably won't happen, but I hear Undertaker might be coming back. Oh my God, we're gonna hear that for the next like five years. Yes, but this time I heard it on Twitter by the Undertaker's Twitter. Well, you know what. And he's posted a couple pictures being like, the second coming, and should I have one more title run in me? Is he, is, is he that bored (laughs) already? I think, I think he's, he's, he's WWE's Brett Favre, that's all he is. Didn't he just get his knee replaced? Well, yeah, he's got his hip replaced. Or his hip? Yeah, I mean, it's at least an eight month recovery period normally. If they send them over to Alabama, where they send all their people, it might be like six months. But he—he definitely—he might. I will not be surprised if you see the Undertaker at WrestleMania. But you, I will be disappointed if he's not. But, you, but I would not what, be. Surprised you think he's going to be like in the stands for No Mercy? Like, what do you think's going to? If he actually were to show up, I—they might just play his music. They might just hit the gong. Because the last time we left him, Braun Strowman threw him over the ropes. They're gonna they're gonna resurrect the American badass. <laughs> I wish. He was the best Undertaker oh in my, my mind. God. Rolling down in the motorcycle, just 
just beating people like a hell's angel would. Oh my god. I think I think that's that's a perfect note to end this episode. <laughs> is right. is how Dapper just admitted that he thinks American badass right. Undertaker is the best Undertaker. That is like so fundamentally wrong. <laughs> Hey. Uh, just like you're wrong, I'm gonna I'm gonna become the champ again. I'm gonna take back the belt. I I right. think. For- Are you going for? Hey, right now we got Jess as the longest reigning. We got me as the two time. Is CJ gonna be the two time? Yeah, we'll. See. Or will or will Doctor Dapper retain, replacing Jess as the longest reigning? And two-time champion. Well, we'll definitely have to wait and find out this uh, this Sunday at uh, no, Sunday, Mercy, Mercy. Sunday, Sunday. And uh, we'll we'll catch you guys next time on uh, on the next uh, episode of Cape Babe's Not Dead. Yep, it's a pretty split card though, CJ. I'll say this. I mean, we're pretty much the ever up until the Intercontinental Title, we're complete opposites. So it's it's going to be a good one. We'll find out.